Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rap Party, where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here this week with Pastor Luis. Hi everyone. He continued our new series, The Red Letters, where we're going directly to the source to hear what Jesus has to say, whether it's through his teachings or words that spurred on miracles or simply words that describe who he is. And so we hope that in this series, we can all come to experience Jesus in a deeper way. So Pastor Luis, why don't you remind us about what you talked about today? Today we talked about the Lord's Prayer and specifically Jesus' teaching on prayer, on how to pray. Nice. Um, We're joined here by my son, Nathan, um, who got a lot out of your message today, Pastor Luis, and he, he he asked if he can share something on the podcast. So, Nathan, what came to mind as you were doing this? So, on the radio... I listen to uh, Christian radio. They have, like, different, like, talks and stuff. But one of them was this one lady. I forgot her name. (laughs) She was talking about oil and vinegar prayers. And so to get to the oil, you first have to pour out the vinegar. And so a good way to pray is talk about, like, these are the things that I need to work better when it comes to, like, you and stuff. And then you can get into, like, the God, thank you for everything. Like, before you do all the good stuff, maybe do, like, I'm really struggling with this and stuff like that. Right, so, like, come to God with a humble heart and and really declare his name and who he is and his goodness um, first, um, and then come to him with any requests we have or the desires of our hearts. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I think that's, um, that's the model of the Lord's Prayer, which Pastor Luis mm-hmm. talked about today. Yeah. So thanks, Nate, for sharing that. Yeah, it's a great input. Yeah, I like it. You mentioned that it could be a challenge to develop intimacy in prayer. I know I've discovered in my own prayer life that the Holy Spirit delights in teaching us to pray. What can you tell us about His role in prayer? Well... <clears throat> The Holy Spirit is a helper, you know, like as the scripture uh, tells us. And I think that when Jesus left um, earth and said to his disciples, I will not leave you alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I will give you a helper. I think it's really the, like Gordon Fee says, the empowering presence of God. Yeah. So um, we may not go to a temple when we pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may not have all the incense and all the all sacrifices and all the things. But we have the presence of God in right. our hearts, the Holy Spirit. And I think that's really the stirring uh, that we feel to pray. Even when sometimes we feel a little stirring, right. even if it's a little whisper or something, that's really the Holy Spirit yeah. at work to draw us closer to the Father, uh, to teach us about the Father. So I, I rely on the Holy Spirit yeah. to, to yeah, for that intimacy uh, because he's the one who brings that cl- closeness right. you know, with God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's really important to, to understand um, in this challenge that it might be for us to develop the intimacy that, that we, we really long for mm-hmm. in prayer, but maybe we find it difficult with distractions and difficulties we're going through. Um, to just know that um, in our weakness, the Holy Spirit 
prays on our behalf and he really does teach us and guide us and instruct us with how to pray. And so if, if you guys are, um, that, that are listening, if, if you find it challenging to develop this prayer life, um, just realize that um, your obedience to just come to him in prayer, um, as you continue to do that, the Holy Spirit will teach you to pray and, and eventually you'll feel comfortable with it. And eventually you'll experience that intimacy that, that comes from your desire to be in his presence. And, and he is a good father. Um, and so he delights to um, make his presence more real to us um, and shower his love on us. Um, so we're looking at the Lord's Prayer as a model um, of Jesus. Um, can you maybe just briefly give an overview of um, the, the structure of the prayer and how we should respond to that? Yeah, so this morning when I spoke, I used um, James Packer, um, you know, the theologian. He's, he's, the way he breaks down the prayer in three parts with, you know, God asking us, hey, who, who am I to you? Uh, who do you take me for? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what are you most interested in, which is the howling of your name, uh, your, your kingdom to come, your will to be done. And then, uh, you know, what do you need in order for you to, um, to advance basically right. from there mm-hmm. and it's well need you know provision pardon protection so that's kind of a simple breakdown but to go a little deeper i think that there's really a it's like a lot of elements of what should be in a prayer life i don't think mm-hmm. that jesus ever meant to to give us that lord's prayer saying hey every time you pray you have to recite exactly right. these words i think it's more elements that should be present when we mm-hmm. pray because if you when you pray, for example, all you do is ask forgiveness. Well, it's still great, but it's just yeah. one element mm-hmm. of the Lord's Prayer, which is, you know, forgive us our debts as we forget our debtors, as we forgive our debtors. So we find the first thing I really want to point out to when I talk about the Lord's Prayer is that it really starts with God. Mm-hmm. It's all about centering ourselves on God and His purposes. You know, God, you're my Father. I want the kingdom to be established here. I want your um, will to be made known and done. And then I move on to my own needs, mm-hmm. uh, which is okay, which is what God wants. Like, yeah. talk to me about your needs. Mm-hmm. I care about them. And uh, I want to provide protection from temptation and from what you're going through. Um, so I, I think it's really a, a great pattern to use and to make it our own mm-hmm. with your own language. You might use different words. But there should be elements of adoration. There should be elements of repentance. There should be elements of submission and confession. Mm-hmm. There should be elements of uh, surrender maybe it's kneeling down if we want to use like a physical posture right. like a kneel down mm-hmm. I, I submit to your plan to your your will there should be elements of um a thankfulness you know mm-hmm. there should be all these elements present and that's right. i think what jesus is trying to say is like hey yeah. make sure it's a, it's a meal it's mm-hmm. you know if you have meat all the time at every meal you're like oh it's kind of it's kind of hard you know but if you have you know spinach at every single meal in the morning and you know at one point you're gonna get tired right nate yeah. i'm sure you you love spinach but you know it gets old <laughs> so i think prayer is like that God, jesus is giving us a complete meal here you have a little bit of you know uh, of grain a little bit of vegetables a little bit of protein and a little bit of uh you know a sauce here and that just makes a good prayer life, basically. Yeah, yeah that's a great analogy for, for what Jesus was trying to model for us. Yeah. Um, another thing that you talked about was, um, like, like you were talking about reasons to pray. And one of them is um, because of the change that it brings in us. Mm. Um, and so God's presence, it, it changes us. Um, and it changes us for the better. 
uh, and for our good, I think. So it doesn't, uh, I think a lot of times people are um, afraid to come to Christ or they don't want to be associated with Christianity because they think that it's going to change who they are. But in reality, it just makes us a better person. Um, So maybe what are some changes that we can expect from God or changes in our life as we pursue him in intimacy? Yeah, well, I think one of the primary purposes of God as he transforms us in prayer mm-hmm. is to really make us a person of love. You know, I think that love should be the first evidence that someone's mm-hmm. been in the presence of God. Um, if you come out of God's presence and you're angry and you're really grumpy, you probably haven't prayed, right. you know, I mean, well, or you haven't been really with a father. So I think that love is one of them. And of course, Jesus is mentioning forgiveness because it's mm-hmm. one of the most uh the biggest obstacle that christians yeah. face mm-hmm. when it comes to prayer and i kind of want to tag on what you're saying about change and people who are afraid to change mm-hmm. and i think often we really want to we're afraid because we think we have to change first before we come to god yeah, right. and i think really jesus is brilliant because he's telling us there's no way you will have power to forgive or to change that aspect of your life whether that's to become more loving whether that's to be uh, more forgiving, whether that's being more merciful. There's no way you can do that if you haven't been, you know, uh, if you haven't received mercy yet. And so it really is about putting the the horse before the cart and Mm -hmm. not the cart before the horse. You know, don't wait to change before you talk to God. Just start talking to God and tell him what's going on. And then the change will happen by his spirit in prayer. But um, I would say really becoming a person of love um, is probably the, the biggest one right yeah I, I agree with that nate did you have anything else you wanted to share from pastor Luis's message yeah something that stood out to me you know when he was talking about praying is using words no i feel like at least for me maybe not for everyone else maybe i'm just the odd one out but you know i'm just like oh yeah i should pray uh one second like basically god i'm still here <laughs> you know and that's the only thing that you do, you really should like actually have time with God. Yeah, to be intentional yeah. with it, and and to, like Pastor Luis was saying, find that secret place where you can meet yeah. with Him without distractions, so that you can really focus on Him and who He is, mm-hmm. um, and then you can bring your requests to Him um, from the spirit of submission, but also realizing that He's the one that gives us all the blessings. And uh, like Pastor Taylor says. Even if he doesn't answer our prayers how how we think he should, him going to the cross, Jesus, and purchasing our salvation, that's enough. That that needs to be our heart, is that um, what he has already done for us is all we need. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yep. Awesome. Well, Pastor Luis, uh, thanks again for your message. Is there any any word you want to leave us with as we conclude our time together? Mm, don't give up. You know what? If you try tomorrow to pray and you're like, this was not a, an exciting experience, try again. Yeah. Try and try again. There's going to be exciting time and it's going to be just random times. But yeah. keep showing up and God will help you develop a prayer life. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. But for today, that's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.